0: Of the machine. Uh, uh, welcome back to this week's episode of Nutty Buddies, a Men of the Machine special... No, it's not a special. It's special sh- show I'm here with you in person. Yeah, you it's know almost what?
1: like a live stream.
0: Just like last time when I told Jake I like when to say special when it's special, you're 100% Ooh. right. This is a special episode of Nutty Buddies uh, in which I, Kevin... I, Lucas... And I, Charles... ...is not involved because you're still at home in New York, but Lucas is here with me, so... I will apologize in advance for any audio discrepancies. I get very loud, and I am sitting a little closer. Uh, so Luke said he'd speak up. I don't believe he will hold himself accountable to that, but we'll do our best here. Uh, and Charles will sound like Charles the whole time. So that's not a, that that that's not a that's not a concern. But yeah, he's pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah, he pretty that's much true. locks it in. Uh, and it oh, actually yeah. makes it better for record No, either way, I still have one. So when I when the recording comes in two channels, a left and a right, and then I center them, and that just means that I don't have three separate recordings. I have me and then you two. Mm-hmm. So if one of you is quieter and one of you is louder, there's nothing I can do about that because it's in one file. Yeah. So I was going to say you being here makes it easier, but no, now it's just an inverse problem where I'm the one file with you <laughs> and Charles gets his own, so I can take him however I want. But now you're at the mercy of... Uh, Get a little sneak peek behind the scenes of yeah. all the technical aspects. Yeah, well, it's just a neat, it's just neat. It's just a neat little thing. He think yeah. yeah, he's not finding it neat. But all right, uh, <laughs> I wanted to start on a, a solemn update, yeah, a little bit of a solemn update. So I had my follow-up doctor's appointment um, for my body uh, that I have, this one, yep. and uh, we we are chit and I don't think I gave her the right impression last time, because so if, if, if you've been paying attention, my body hurts mm-hmm. all the time, and it has for a long time. Um, like roughly six months now, pretty much started right around February. Uh, fu- arms, limbs falling asleep uh, at night, and like during the day, random aches and pains, and like tinges and weird, weird shit. So, anyways, doctors did it. She said, "Try this." Got blood work. She said, "You're deficient in vitamin D, so we'll just give you some supplements. See if that helps anything, because vitamin D deficiency does harm your joints um, and causes muscle soreness." So now I'm on that. Hasn't changed anything. So at this meeting, catch you all up. I. Uh, i told her she's like oh how are you doing you look great and i was like i don't feel it and she's like oh no and we had a whole discussion she's like well ah, i really was hoping it'd be the deficiency thing i mean i this could have cleared up by now i was like um i don't know if you remember but this isn't new she's like what do you mean like this has been going on for this year 2022 the whole year she's like what it's like yeah it fucking sucks And um, she was like, I thought it was like a new thing, like a Lyme flare-up. I was like, yo, I thought it was a Lyme flare-up that I had neglected for four months. Then I came to the doctors. So I must have been not clear enough. But anyways, she said, we're going to do, we did x-rays on my shoulder last time. Nothing. She was worried, maybe arthritis, you know, something like that. Not that. Uh, Then we did blood work. Like I said, vitamin D. So I was like, listen, none of that was anything. I want more. She's like, okay, well, we can do, we can check for like a slipped disc. Could be a pinched nerve all that kind of fun stuff. And I was like, yes, please. Why didn't we do that last time? She's like, I didn't know it was this severe. Mm -hmm. And then I said, hey, a friend of mine said to check into if it could be MS. And the doctor went, I didn't want to say that. And I went, you're my doctor. You should be (laughs) saying this to me, which I'm not, I love Brandy. She is a phenomenal, she's just so friendly and personal. But she was like, she's the type of doctor. So back last year when I was having like my real bad depression stuff going on, she was like skirting every possible avenue of that and trying to go with a more, like, not holistic, but like practical approach. You yeah. know, eat better, exercise, the usuals. Yeah. Um, so I respect that she's not like fucking medication, medication. Yeah. Me- I like that about her. I actually do. But she's overly hesitant because now I'm going on another two months. I don't have my next follow up till August. She doesn't want to make me a specialist appointment at a neurologist until that happens, mm-hmm. which, by the way, isn't going away, the pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just getting X-rays on my spine, not anything farther, like a CAT scan or anything. Um, No, wait, CAT scans for your head, MRIs for no, whatever. Yeah, those things. So, anyways, now I have to wait till August to find out more. But the doctor is aware that it could potentially be MS, and she's just kind of like dragging that out.
1: Well, because that's a pretty severe diagnosis.
0: It can can be. It can be. be, Yeah, just like all major illnesses, there's like varying levels of how it hits everyone. Um, which is why you see those funny commercials of like totally fit dudes on a bike being like living with ms and you're like that's not what it's (laughs) like but anyways you know it's varying degrees of severity and if this is all it is for me for now um cool but the one thing i did know and i've been talking about this for about the last year and a half openly is one of the major side effects of ms is severe memory loss and depression and i was like hey What do you know? (laughs) Those two things have been plaguing my life for the last year in a pretty dramatic fashion. So, uh, yeah, uh, update. Hopefully it's not that, but there is a potential it's that, in which case, you know, I'll have that.
1: Well, hopefully it's not that. Whatever, right? If it is, I mean, you'll deal with it accordingly. I guess I understand why your doctor would just... Not jump to that because, yeah. like, there's a lot of things you don't come in with like, the sniffles
0: and they go right. leukemia, <laughs> and like, exactly. Like, no, it's like, yeah, if
1: you've been on a web MD doctor, yeah, and it's like everything's cancer, but
2: uh, I just, I just looked it up too, by the way. Uh, CAT scan is a body scan, CAT scan for the body, MRI Neurology
0: for the brain. the brain, yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. So,
0: those are she said, we'll I don't remember which one, mm-hmm. but she said, we'll look into those in August. If it's not worse, we'll set up with a neurologist, all that kind of stuff, but because M- MS is a a neurological thing that just Mm. happens it's not like um there can be genetic factors but it's not like something triggers it it's just it It happens happens. yeah it just happens so you know i like that about your doctor too because my doctor
1: is the same way where he's just like you know what are you eating yeah you know what are are you doing for your lifestyle do you exercise and it's just like well yeah i work outdoors all the time and it's like yeah are you working right are you doing this right and i'm
0: like are you gonna fix anything? <laughs> and he's like, "No, you have to fix
1: it." And I'm like, "Dang it!"
0: I mean, there's like, there's
2: truth. To Man, that. I was hoping <laughs> you would do
0: it. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely truth to it, but like, I don't know. I, I, what I, what I told her was, and that's how I feel about it is, all versions of treatment and healthcare are applicable, mm-hmm. and I want to know them all. Yeah. I don't want to start with eat an apple. I don't want to start with severe opioids. I want to know <laughs> that everything from the apple to the opioids are options, and I can start trying whatever variations right. of them. Are. I want to know the gambit so I can do any of them necessary. I don't want to, like... I don't right. like the trial and error long term. I like the trial and error short term. <laughs> Shoot me up for this week and let's see what next week's like. Like I kind of, you know.
1: And to be fair, you've been doing your
0: part because you've been eating I've, better. We've changed everything. Well, yeah. at the last week, I have not been drinking better. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, we did a full month of healthy eating, which we're going to keep up. I actually love that. We yeah. did uh, like three weeks straight of no alcohol. I think we drank, I drank like two beers in that whole time, which is a dramatic downtick mm-hmm. from where I was. I'm actively doing so much shit around the house you see how empty this room is now um we've done things like you know my air conditioner's in the garden you gotta go see the garden dude okay oh it's crazy but anyways i've been like i talked about it i think on my solo cast i've been actively engaging in like um my choreing yeah i've I've been like hey i need to improve shit so a big step of that is like finding a lot of satisfaction and um uh, what you call the like um pride in your work Mm -hmm. not work i fucking hate my job but like my home life (laughs) and i've been actively engaging all that guess what hasn't gone away the fatigue the memory loss the depression the muscle pain the joint pain (laughs) all that shit's still there so no matter what it's not seeming to help
2: yeah yeah there is a there is a certain point where you can only do so much to improve without some sort of medical intervention like there's definitely and it depends on your body you need there's plenty of people
0: out there who are like i just started eating lean And I went for a jog twice a day. And guess what? I feel incredible. It's like, good for you. That's wonderful. It's not doing it for me. (laughs) Like, I I love that that worked for you. It's like exercise. It's why I don't take Jim Bro's advice on diet and exercise. It's like, that's dope. It worked for you. And this other person's telling me the exact opposite thing. And it's also dope. It worked for them. Yeah. I'm a third party and neither (laughs) one's working right now. So maybe there's something else. Like, you know, keep the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? Make of the world go round. Yeah, making a world <laughs> the world go round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, enough on that. I just wanted to uh, catch you boys and, uh, you know, anyone that may be listening up. Um, a couple of my friends were asking, so, you know, we're all good. But I got my topics. Just, I, we have to start before the icebreakers. Coincidentally, icebreakers aren't first anymore. We have to start with what uh, Lucas so aptly named the ovulation station. Uh, great name, by the way. I know. Yeah, it's genius. Yeah, really. you really came up with something good there. Um, where we discuss the ladies' intervention, our ladies, uh, Charles and I. No offense, I, like, well, but I for not a handful of them, right? But... Yeah, too many, too many. You can't. <laughs> they don't, they if, don't know. They if don't they listen. all listen to the podcast, I'd have uh, I'd have sponsorships by now because yeah. the count would be through the roof. <laughs> but uh, discuss what they said. Charles, do you have anything to bring by Ali that I haven't already written down? Nope. <laughs> okay, well, that makes that easy. She she talks to you more than me. True. <laughs> Step eight, well, she talks to Franny more than me. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Franny is her real wife. Name, what on. do you think would be the husband
2: and wife in that scenario? They're both yeah. very wifey. They're both very husbandy. Maybe they could both be the wives in that scenario. You can have two yeah. wives, right? You can have two wives. Harem boys! Yeah, That's Lucas what I'm is working the, on it right now. That's what I've been trying to do. Three wives. Yeah, right.
0: Do you think you could handle two wives? No. No. I could do handle one you and... think I could handle most, one. most people can
2: barely handle one yeah, yeah I,
0: I don't think it would be like the best scenario ever and I don't necessarily want it but I think I could do a harem pretty well yeah yeah, yeah.
2: mostly because I just gotta... neglect them both equally you have to have I was gonna say there's hand a lot of a harem
0: situation
2: yeah it's a lot of time management that goes into that kind of scenario too, well, I, I see, think
0: see I think the uh the assumption uh when it comes to at least Americanized versions of uh polyamorous relationships mm-hmm. I think the assumption is like the dude has to be constant. he's the attention giver to the two ladies at all times right. in terms of like love affection care and friendship and i don't think that's entirely true i think at certain points the two girls would gang up on the guy yeah I, like i i think it i mean it would be a, a no charles it would, <laughs> not, not like not, not big time not, not big big time. <laughs> time. Uh, but i think like it would be like this thing where I think some nights the girls would do like, you know, this is going to sound sexist, but in terms of how my wife is and the other wife that would come into our situation would probably be another girly girl wife would be, you know, they'd have their beautification nights where Franny loves her, her, her tub and candles and all that. And the other lady would get in on that big time and, you know, it wouldn't always be like. I'd have to make a special dinner for both of them, and I'd have to watch the movie with one, and I'd have to take the other one out to it. Yeah. Like they'd neglect me just as much as I'd be trying. <laughs> well, to...
1: I don't know. It's like it because the harem originates in the Muslim religion, right?
0: Like, That's why I said specifically the Americanized right. version of it, because so, over like, there it's you way see, different.
1: You see them do it, and it's it's not a big deal. Like they, those are just basically other housemates that they yeah. live with. Like it's... I,
2: I think. I think ideal situation would be that it's like a large partnership where you all equally enjoy one another's company and you could do yeah. all kinds of group activities, you know? Yeah. Group. Especially
1: if there's children involved. I mean, they say it takes a village. Any hands can yeah. help, you know, you just, yeah. just get more I, I, can't, in here. I can't
0: be the husband of a village. That's I, <laughs> I, I draw the line at two more wives. At that I point, can run. Are you
1: like a mayor or a chief? Or I something? could run
0: a house. Over, yeah, probably. <laughs> I could actually, marry you know an what?
2: entire village, huh? So, yeah, right? Concept.
0: I'm not even... I don't want to be in a polyamorous relationship. This will sound like I want it. I don't want that. But I think I would actually prefer a two-husband, two-wife situation. Yeah. I think I would rather a fa- a co-family marriage, not me with a bunch of wives. Swingers. You hear not that? Not swingers. Ellie no. and Franny.
2: <laughs> huh? I said, you hear that, Alien and Franny? <laughs> yeah, you thinking what I'm <laughs> thinking? No, but like...
0: Because I think the... Well, I just know for a fact that me and the other dude would pester the wives, and that would be hilarious. But the group dynamic just works better for me yeah. than, because I get very self-contained. Mm-hmm. So I think two wives would just drive me into more self-containment, right. whereas another husband and two wives, it would just be a whole bunch of fun. I can, yeah, there's, I can...
2: there's a lot to be said for that, I think.
1: Yeah, I can only picture it in a lot the of anime to be style, done the harem anime style, where you just get a collection of girls that completely fawn over you and do everything for you.
0: This to is make- why weebs are mo- So the <laughs> Venn diagram of weebs uh, to, like, white supremacists and in the middle is incels, that's what you're talking about right there, that nice middle <laughs> section of Proud Boys.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what you're talking about a there. A little bit.
0: i want bitches climbing over each other for me i won't do none of this work yeah but it's so innocent
1: in the animes because they never actually because they're 17
0: and it's weird yeah Yeah. you know what (laughs) yes hey i love anime as much as the next guy especially (laughs) lately but pulling out those tropes is not good relationship thought process at Listen, all,
2: nobody's saying that anime isn't weird. We all know that it's weird. <laughs> yeah, true. If I don't, we just walk shove away that deep Comic down Con and move on. Without
0: a harem. True, dude. You're I gonna all come kind of get it. Oh, wrong. it so wrong. Uh, by the way, uh, no, so last year the number one thing on the list, food wise, the number two things on the list for food wise was the uh, Julie breakfast and the uh, Uzbek restaurant. Right. Right. This year is a New York deli pastrami sandwich Ooh. and shawarma. Got it. Jake's never had shawarma. It's going to be great.
2: I'm really Um, excited for shawarma, too.
0: So, okay, ovulation station. Right, right, right. So the one uh, uh, correction slash update is that apparently, and this is a lie, I know it, but apparently Franny doesn't love the mac and cheese at Chinese restaurants. She just is fascinated by it, so she has to try it every time, which leads to her being very happy that she did it and having a great time and eating all of it on her plate. Which I think means she loves it, but she claims not love, just fascination. I don't agree. Eh. At what at what point do those two things not coincide?
1: I, I, I guess if it's like something like people who watch pimple popping videos and stuff like that, like that's disgusting, but like they're fascinated.
0: No, by they're it. not fascinated by it. Those same people are the ones that when you have something on you are like, oh, let me do it, Ew. and that's gross because they love it. <laughs> you know, the I think yeah. the, the the divide for me would be like um people who love like serial killer documentaries. Okay. They don't go and try out serial killing. No. They just watch the doc well, most of them don't.
2: Most of yeah, them.
0: Yeah, copycats do exist though, but uh they just are fascinated by the thing, but they're not willing to do it. She's fascinated by the thing and then
2: engorges herself on it. She loves it. Uh, I'm more fascinated when it comes to like true crime documentaries about the investigative process. I think that's always really fascinating.
0: But you don't try the investigative process. I'm, I'm trying no, to relate this but... back
2: to the mac and cheese
0: situation.
2: <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. I'm just trying to derail <laughs> you. Just, just take it
0: off the side, <laughs> then keep it on the rails, baby. All
2: right, fine. And uh number
0: two, and this is an even shorter one that I don't understand why I wrote it the way I did. I, uh, in in regards to a. Uh, jake's comment about charles's sleeping habit charles's legs are capable of so much more that's all (laughs) allie told me to say you have no idea his legs are capable of so much more and i just kind of left it at that we all know what she's talking about (laughs) (laughs) i don't think we do she like goes into work with (laughs) and
1: she's just like it's like what is happening at home allie and it's like dude charles i can't i can't sleep next to him he just is a fit of rage every night.
2: Oh, I, well, specifically when he drinks. Yeah, I don't uh, usually have <laughs> he, only abuses abuses his he only <laughs> I abuses only abuse his He only
1: when he slams alcohol. That's classic. And when he's not, you know,
0: conscious. True, true. Wait, yeah. <laughs> I black out. I don't see anything anymore, and it just happens. Something takes me over. Yeah, that sounds real bad. <laughs> yeah, Charles, don't... stop hitting your wife.
2: All right, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that you don't like to do it, but you keep going back to it. You know what I mean? You just got it. No, no, no. I understand. I understand. Like the all right, hit
0: us with a uh, 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 the uh, the, uh, the the train is leaving the ovulation station and headed uh full on into the icebreakers
2: all right uh so this one's less of an (laughs) icebreaker and uh and more of just something i was thinking about at work the other day that i wanted to talk about a little bit so i was like uh daydreaming at work you know how one does you're like trying to work and then you're not working you're zoning out and you're thinking about something else um So I was thinking about uh, the old days of television, like where you used to flip through channels and look for something that was on TV uh, and then hope that something good was on. Sometimes there was, sometimes there wasn't. Uh, And then I was thinking about like streaming services that are always like vying for your business and the paralyzing indecision that comes with trying to figure out something to watch. And then I was like, but were old television shows even good? And I started thinking about the A-Team. So uh, everybody knows about the A-team, right? Like everybody can picture Mr. T.. Being on a who you said, the said
0: you said to me on the on the uh, cellulophonic device the other day that your icebreakers were juicy and you had one that you've really been thinking hard over and a point you want to make. Is this that one? I'm getting there. Okay.
2: Okay. okay. <laughs> it's, a it's a long walk.
0: i I just made it is, sure because it doesn't sound like one with a really profound point to be made. But he's as soon it. as he said eight. I didn't months, tell
2: you the. I didn't tell you that the point was profound. I told you that there was a point. Uh, you, you'd <laughs> <the> sauced <laughs> up you sauced it up somewhere. You sauced it up though in a way of importance. Uh, it's definitely not important. Uh, you okay. inferred that it was important, and I was like, uh, yeah, maybe. And you guys were like yeah, building it right. into something important. It's not important. Well, you got um, a lot to sell here. Okay, so uh, you the got team, the A-Team, right? Yep. Now, do you remember a single episode of the A-Team? You ever Never watched seen an that. episode of the A-Team? Okay, so I've, so I've watched an episode or two of the A-Team, and there's just a couple of things that I remember about it. Uh, one of them is that the opening was if you have a problem and if you can find them you might be able to hire the A team and i was like thinking about that as like what a shitty pitch like if you're if you've got a serious problem and you're walking around looking for these guys like how are you going to find these guys they're just they're just like roaming about in a van and you have to try and find them to hire them to solve your problems ah. Is just so, like a Sherry Seinfeld stand-up know, observation of humor?
0: <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> <So, laughs> what's the deal yeah. with the
1: A-Team? They say so, they'll be somewhere, but where? So
2: I did a little bit more research into how people <laughs> okay. were contacting this A-Team. And, okay. uh, and they were posting newspaper ads for the A-Team, and that would get them in contact with them. Wait, and that's I'm, the in-canon way that people found them? yes so okay. the a team is so the a team's like blowing through town this like super squad of soldiers who are on the run from government agencies and they're like man we're down on our luck we could really use some work and mr t like bust opens the classifieds and they're looking for like high paying high yield jobs the a
0: team was looking through the classifieds for work or the E team was putting in ads for the a team they the were
2: picking up ads from the classifieds. Oh, okay. They were hey, not that sounds in less ads. ridiculous. The other one sounds insane to me. Yeah. If the AT- <laughs> like, they're on the lamb, and I'm going to post
1: a newspaper
0: yeah, that's- ad? <laughs> that's what I thought it was, and I got really confused, but okay.
2: Well, even so, like, they're looking through the newspaper for ads, and, and these missions that they're going on are, like, flying helicopters into, yeah, who like... puts that in the newspaper? I know. And, and that's like- the other
1: thing, they're... They're usually dealing with like military complexes and like insurgent rebel forces and like and like
2: highly uh highly like tactical espionage missions and they're picking <laughs> this and they're picking this shit up from the local newspapers. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Well, it was a different time. No, no I guess I guess I gotta
0: watch it because like, what one of the funny things uh when you learn about like the 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 Italian mafia in like the 20s and 30s was how out in the open they were about their dealings, but it was very vague. So like I'm thinking if if like I'd have to watch a lot of A Team, maybe they read a like they read a random ad that was just like, need help exterminating a problem. And they're like, ah, I know exterminating. what Exterminating. The... Yeah, I and know. And then there's what a whole
2: episode is. where the A-Team is like fumigating someone's No, house. I'm
0: saying that the <laughs> no. vague premise was what sold them <laughs> on the hidden agenda of the person posting. Come on. <laughs> Keep up with uh, me
2: yeah so they're they're traveling around they're doing this to be fair they did have like a contact point person somebody outside of their a team that would like deal with the newspaper a Charlie. article yeah, a, right. a charlie's and, for the angels type deal someone who yeah did. and then and then put the person in contact with the a team uh and and then the other part are is any of the a team really memorable besides mr t like do you yeah, remember nice. any yeah. of what
1: they did mad dog murdoch face he's crazy he's awesome face is awesome
0: that's the only one i know is face and and wait isn't murdoch uh, mr t
1: no
2: uh no he's the one mr t, that, t the is b.a and they like leather jackety thing
0: that just yeah. shoots a shit ton <laughs> uh, uh yeah. well
1: he's also a master of disguise uh so and he's crazy he's <laughs> like, like
2: like dana carvey in he, that movie he, he, yeah pretty, okay well
1: yes yeah yeah actually yeah, yeah. kind of like that uh yeah that was Dog, that was murdoch. the
2: other uh that was the other gimmick, is that they all had, like, a specific thing they were good at. So you yeah. had, like, a demolitions expert, somebody who yeah. was good at, like, flying helicopters. That was that was Murdoch who flew everything, mm-hmm. yes, right? he was. Face was the leader. Yep. Mr. T was the
0: muscle. And there was a fourth guy. And a guy. fourth guy. <laughs> yeah, and then, then the fourth guy. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. the Maybe is, it's just I, that
2: fourth guy that I don't remember anything I actually about.
1: used to watch this show a lot with uh, Ryan Holmes, and now <laughs> that you mention it, I have no idea why they were on any of the jobs that they were doing no. because that wasn't part of the episode like they they, be... they
2: gloss right over it man but this it's all an newspaper show, right? ads no these were 30
0: oh th- this was a, th- a 22 minute runtime or whatever with yeah. ads and all that i think so yeah okay
2: i think like, we Mashed might need to fact check that because i thought the they were like 40 that. minute episodes but with i thought so t- maybe they were both maybe maybe they they dabbled i don't know yeah.
0: either way i never saw a team and I'm, i've got nothing to add to the actual a team
2: well, I don't know. I just, I guess, I just Did wanted to movie? bring up like, no. movie the movie? remake. You mean? No. Yeah, it's not a no, remake. It's it. a movie. Uh, it was a recast. Well, yeah, they
0: do it all the time. That doesn't make it a remake. It was a movie.
2: They should have kept Mister T. He still looks good for his age. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: Rampage Jackson looked really good as a young new version of it. Yeah, so I'm that's like, true. Whatever, but I wasn't aware that, it was that bad. you haven't seen the remake. Bradley Cooper. He's Mad Dog. What? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I should
2: watch
1: it.
0: And uh, uh, the guy who plays Face is also a famous, uh, uh, I don't remember. Guy. Yeah, he's a guy. We should do a- I, we and we number do four. A... And number four. Yeah, he of was course, in it. Number yeah, four. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We should do a Nutty Buddies rewatch special where we go back and we watch the remake of The A-Team, or the, the movie. I Thank guess it's not a remake. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to let you We get watch away with it that, and then we it. comment on it and then we discuss what we've learned afterwards. That'd be good. What would
0: you call that? because I'm, I'm still staunchly against calling it a remake, but there is a something... Reboot.
2: A reboot. Yeah, that's what it there is. we go.
0: Reboot. That's the flavor we were looking for there. Uh, so I, uh... I guess
2: the only the only thing I was trying to um, really emphasize oh, yeah, here is that, league. like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. allegedly. Well, so people will watch all the shit that's on streaming services and then romanticize the golden ages of television where they could flip through and you're, like, watching MASH or The A-Team. But the concept of the A Team is pretty ridiculous. I think that we're romanticizing well, the A Team too much. Well, you've got. You, I don't think anyone's
0: ever had an issue with romanticizing the A Team. I don't think anyone talks or thinks about the A Team at all. Yeah. But in regards to, to the, the 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 I guess prompt, um, all. It's like those, uh, like, there's a whole, like, Reddit thread that turns into, like, there's memes I've seen about it where, um, in a game you can play, uh, explain the plot badly, where people talk about, like, Finding Nemo, uh, a mother, murdered mother leaves, uh, you know, broken family and kidnapping ensues or some bullshit. You can, like, explain, and I think that's kind of what we're doing with the eighteen. team because, like, the premise of 90% of stuff we watch and like is really dumb. Yeah. Or really boring. Yeah. You know, Game of Thrones premise is really, really boring. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. bunch of political powers that be get mad at each other. Like, is the whole, like, yeah. you know, so I'm, uh, yeah, I do think shows sucked back then. But I also think shows suck even worse now. Yeah. Because I think hype beast culture around streaming services is incredibly harmful and only mm-hmm. benefits the biggest studios. And I don't give a fuck about it at all. I don't care about Stranger Things because three weeks after Stranger Things is done, no one talks about Stranger Things. And don't get me wrong, it's fine. It's good. I'm not saying that the quality of the product is bad. But it's just like the memorable nature of modern television, I think, is mostly gone. And I really don't care about it. Mostly gone is key. Remember how hype people were for Altered Carbon? Yeah. Netflix original sci-fi show. And everyone was like... It's the best shit I've ever... This was just after Stranger Things Stevenson 1, which was also the greatest thing that's ever happened, although that's got legs. You know, it's lasted six years or whatever. But Altered Carbon was the fucking greatest show since Breaking Bad, and no one ever thought, talked about it, or seen any more from it since then.
2: Yeah, so that's... That shit happens every two seconds. That was the note that I actually have here in my notes to talk about. I said, talk about how I miss the old days of television, how sinister it is to have competing streaming services vying for your business, and the paralyzing indecision that comes with infinite viewing options. That's what I have here. And then I I also have do the bit about the A-team. Yeah, thank you you for the bit. That was really important.
0: Um, I I actually talked with this a lot about the uh, friends at home because I hate the, uh, as I like to call it, Dump and dump nature of what netflix started yeah i liked that hbo max dc universe when that was coming out yeah. uh hulu did it occasionally for certain ones like that james franco stephen king show that 11, oh 20, 1979 whatever. yeah i think that a weekly Nin- slash bi-weekly slash monthly release Nin- schedule is dramatically better for television not because of it's the old right. ways But just the fact that you can binge an entire season of a show in a night and never think about it again is very harmful to the creative process, and it creates this sort of thing where, like, there's threats of shows being canceled because they didn't get six million views when this season dropped. And it's like, no, this shit grows. Like, The Wheel of Time is a good example of a show that was very hit or miss as each episode came out, which built hype and dropped type over and over again. Granted, I don't think that shows anything super special either, but, like, it just... It it just it creates such a as we
2: already have an issue with the attention span of the consumer.
0: Right. It just exacerbates it. And that's also- that's
2: exactly it. And the other part about it is that there's something special that comes from a unique show that gets a chance and somebody manages to watch it. You used to get that a lot more on cable television where they just pitch whatever shit might oh, yeah. stick to the wall and then see what the consumers would lap up. Uh, you got a lot of shows that you can't get now because people were watching whatever was on T V yeah. then. You're uh, only the last Airbender that we talked about. Shit. People watched it because it was what was on. You know what yeah. I mean.
1: So I have two points to make about all this: is that the streaming services are becoming cable television, especially with the way that they're bundling all the
0: services well, that, together. The the capitalism aspect specifically right. of that, yeah, hundred percent.
1: It, and like that's why I own none of them. Hulu with the live TV access uh, shows. Hulu that...
0: Hulu doesn't just have live sports; it's a lifestyle.
2: Right.
1: Hey. So.
0: That's what Damian Lillard said.
1: Okay. Well, he is a, an accomplished athlete, yeah, so he so. would know about yeah. communications companies. Yeah, and, and in the ad, services. it wasn't abundantly clear <laughs> that they paid
0: him millions to say it, besides <laughs> the fact that they showed him not want to do it and then have briefcases of cash around him to say it. What kind of ad is that? I know. Like, you're, you're literally in the ad being like, this very influential, famous athlete doesn't give a shit about us. We gave him money, and he did what fucking
1: kind of ad is that i, <laughs> I kind of literally love that. throwing That's it funny. in your face and being yeah. like you still want it yeah. yeah take it
0: you dirty little yeah <laughs> hey we can make anyone a sellout and you'll sign up for it because they're cool like uh, what
1: was that
0: the second point i
1: would make about all this is that my mother still watches cable television yeah uh well i mean mine too but you know it's cable television And last night...
2: A lot of of older folks do because... Most
1: of the time, it's just Law & Order reruns.
0: (laughs) Most of the time. I've seen so
2: much. Like,
1: (laughs) Assistant District Attorney Jack McCoy is like my moral compass. Executive
2: Uh, Assistant District Attorney Jack McCoy.
1: There you go. Law &
0: Order is in the list of things Uh, that I will walk out of the room if it's on. Oh, I love it. I will leave whoever I'm with. (laughs) Uh, Nope.
1: But last night, I walk in... To the kitchen, and I see that my mom is in the living room watching Mama June with Honey Boo Boo. And oh like God! All those. People. Wow.
0: And your mom seems like the kind of lady who, if she had a daughter, pageant mom. Pa- oh, she might. She would have been a pageant she mom. She might have been. Opportunity arises. She's a pageant mom. Yeah. That's not an insult because not all pageant moms but are terrible. Those shows just like to really hate. Just them. every the single times, one of them. Like, my mom <laughs> will just switch between whatever channels is playing Law
1: & Order. Like, it'll be TNT one day, and then, like,
0: you know. Is TNT me, the best TV. cable t- uh, j-
1: no, it's channel just, of all time? It's just there, there are certain channels that replay Law
0: & Order a lot more. Yeah, than but other no, channels I'm, and people. I'm asking, is TNT the best cable channel of no. all time? What's better than TNT? They know drama, by the way. If you don't know about TNT, uh, that's what they know.
1: A&E?
2: Name a show that's on A&E.
1: Breaking Bad, uh, Mad Men. Nope, nope. Uh, that's
2: that's not correct. Uh, those shows are that? not on A and E. Uh, you are getting that mixed up with something else, and I'll look it up while you keep talking. Okay, keep going. Okay.
1: Anyway, the point I was trying to make is that she changes channels
0: a lot to get to Walking Dead. Was Walking AMC. on and, yeah. AMC. AMC is what AMC you're is of. what
2: you're talking of.
0: A and
2: E, is, yeah. Isn't A and E like the, the
0: the like historical yeah, one? Yeah. A- like
2: AMC, that. yeah. A and E is like a documentary channel where you can watch breaking Amish or something. Uh,
0: breaking was in the title. <laughs> it is in the title. AMC it's had a, a
2: period of time for about 10 to 15 years where they were probably the most viewed television network. Yeah. They if had, had to guess. wood. hmm. Yeah. That's yep. all good stuff. But anyway, they had, the uh, is, they had preacher.
1: I thought that she yep. was just flipping through channels and then walked away and honey boo boo came on. And I was just like, what was, what is this nonsense? Yeah. Like, this is worse than the Kardashians and, like, all that stuff yeah, that everybody no, I just loves. And I, I'm i like, Mom, why do you have this
0: on? And she's like, I can't stop. <laughs> and it's like, what? And yeah, I, 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 there, there is something to be said for that because I actively rally against shows like my 400-pound life and right. all that kind of shit. And yet when they're mm-hmm. on, for can't whatever stop. reason, it is the most captivating bullshit. so i feel like i think hoarders
2: is a good example of orders is another
0: good one if you get sucked into an episode
2: you're like i can't believe it yeah is getting more and
1: more like uh sensationalist yeah for like those viewers to come on tv and then eventually it makes it onto the streaming service but like they have got to pull out all the cards, and it is just getting absurd. There's out a there. lot of
0: those uh, plastic surgery shows on. Yeah, those. yeah. I can't watch that. No, no. But and uh, by the way, TNT is way better than AMC. Still, it probably longevity. Is. It they, probably is. they had Charmed. They would play. Oh. They would play all of my favorite movies like Fifth Element, Rush Hour, right.
1: Con Air. But TNT took it because wasn't the the Char- La- Charmed. You Charmed was from the WB originally. Now
0: the new CW. Uh, the new one is. Oh. I don't know if the original was. I thought the original was a TNT original. I know because there know. was a big banner it. that said TNT original. Maybe Ooh. that. But but you know what? That's like when Netflix buys the show and says Netflix original. You're like, you're not. Maybe yeah. that's what happened.
1: I'm not sure. I didn't watch Charmed. That's really uh, The Charmed. original network of
2: Charmed, Charmed was the WB. Formerly. Yeah. Formally. Yeah. Now, Formally. now now the CW. Yeah. There you go. Also, why am I turning into the fact checker? I don't like that. That's not a good role <laughs> it's for just me your still. role. Uh, TNT's still yeah, way
0: better.
1: We, we have the ovulation station to do that yeah, for, us do for us. Yeah, they'll do so that for us. Yeah, we'll fill that, fill that good in. Good use, by the way.
0: Yeah. I like that I like that. you're really shoehorning oh, it, it into the show. No, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah it works. It is. Much. It's good. Uh, uh, I
2: also think that a good network is FX. FX is a good network. FX
0: is you just always like shiny.
2: It's Always Sunny. Yes. Atlanta's pretty good. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Atlanta is very good. Um, also, didn't they have The Wire, which a lot of people liked? I have no idea. It. Probably people yeah, love very it. Very popular. Yeah, pro- probably very
0: popular.
2: Um, and and The Shield or something. People oh, watch right, that. that. No ball. one Got cares it. about The Shield. Some people do. Yeah, some people do. It ran the for a long like, time.
0: The Shield's like the A team. It's yeah. like only the people who even kind of care will not bring it up because they know no one else will.
2: Okay, uh, so here's here's a icebreaker that could stem off of all this favorite old school television show, uh, '80s or earlier. Oh, jeez. a MASH.
0: Well, mash is a classic. Um, yeah. Family Feud.
2: Ooh.
0: Oh, that's a good. Do one. game shows that's count? Because really the uh, original yeah, Family also. Feud, where uh, Richard Dawson's kissing everyone on their lips, mm-hmm. love it. Uh,
2: probably, probably Gunsmoke, the old western starring James Arness as Matt Dillon. No. Wow. No, it was I one of the longest running shows one. on television, and it was pretty good. No, I've seen. If not. you watched an episode, it would hold up. No, I was, I was
1: always a Bonanza
2: guy. Bonanza oh, was good. Don't know a, what that is. Same job. Okay, head <laughs> so, so bad. Burt Reynolds. The same so show. Bad. Yeah, got it. Uh, it's, it's it was a goofier, more lighthearted version of the yeah. show. Oh, uh, uh, Looney Tunes. Final answer.
0: Oh, geez. yeah. Final cool. answer. Looney Tunes.
1: Oh, how did I forget about? That's a I'm, not good even, one. I'm
0: not even. I'm not even going to try to think of anything else, just because yeah. of the, the the breadth breadth. How do you say that word? The breadth Breath. breadth right. that's of, breadth of 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 content that's there. I hate the fucking word content and the fact that it's in everything now. But the the amount of different types of comedy and humor that were in them. I mean, some of them weren't. Some of them were straight up like scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looney Tunes final answer. Lock it in.
2: That's a good one. Looney Tunes yeah. is a really good one. What was your uh, answer? What'd you come with? Gunsmoke. He's an oh, idiot. Oh, that's. He yeah bad but i'm still if you ask me tomorrow him. i'd probably
0: it. <laughs> yeah, all
2: roasted. Uh, I truly,
0: uh, i'm changing
2: my answer love boat final answer love
0: boats classic but you know what's better than love boat uh gilligan's, gilligan's isle is,
2: yeah yeah gilligan's isle that's
0: a classic i didn't classic. watch a lot of old tv as a kid that was never really my bag because my parents didn't watch tv mm-hmm. at all um, and when they would watch TV, it'd be with us. So it would be whatever new bullshit like King of Queens or everybody else. Yeah. Like they didn't watch TV a ton growing up. So there was no like nostalgia for all that old stuff from them, which is usually how it gets passed down. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really watch a lot of that stuff. So I don't know. Like tons <laughs> smoke. No, my
1: dad did watch a lot of Bonanza and it was kind of just on TV in the background sometimes. And It then, just makes like- me think of
0: Akon. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom also she was, what? it so, does I'm just being honest what's that, what's that that's Clint where he Eastwood got the
1: idea where yeah. they yeah. Uh, it, I think it's probably the good bad the ugly or something like that ah it's, Clint it's Eastwood a, yeah Clint Eastwood movie and then there was another John that's a Wayne long movie, movie he was playing the other day I want to say it was True Grit uh, with Rooster Cogburn which is where yep. Reuben that's where my name came from that's how Charles started calling me Rooster that's what my
0: that's what my Rooster's name is Reuben J. Cogburn
1: really yep huh that's a John yeah. Wayne character.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I respect the bad genre of Westerns. Listen
1: here, Parker. They're just bad. <laughs> it was
0: bad.
2: Well, I was I watched.
0: Agreed. It. Agreed at this Not only was ninety percent of Westerns stolen from Japanese folktales
2: yeah. and yes, given it really zero was. credit to,
0: but also they were insanely poorly acted. Maybe Across more than ninety
2: percent. John Wayne and Clint
0: Eastwood are both bad actors mm-hmm. who just stared ominously at bullshit.
2: Yeah. So
0: westerns suck. I'm I'll die on this. And it's not because they're old. Any new westerns like The True Grit remake, which yeah. is a dramatically better version of True Grit, fucking sucks. And watching the the animal like uh
1: stunts, like I was watching this John Wayne film and he's like, "Hold on, I'm going to go down that ridge there. You stay here." And then it's just like a 3-minute cut Of him, well, a stunt person, on an actual horse, like, treading down a very precarious mountainside. And I'm just like, that horse, you are putting that horse through the ringer right now. Like, something terrible. It gets really (laughs)
0: dicey when you talk about how they age in terms of how they treated their not only own actors and animals, but also the insane amount of uh, incredibly racist content that's in all of them both in portrayals, characterizations, blackface, the way they treated indigenous people. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's a,
1: a Native American with them.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of real dicey,
1: but you can't, it
2: I'm a big dicey.
0: I'm a, I'm a big proponent of you can't separate the artist from the art like people love to do. But when like the, the entire genre being built around something like that, it's kind of hard to be like, you know, fucking gone for It's weird. It's weird. Westerns suck. <laughs> they suck ass and I'm dying on this hill.
2: You ever see any of the uh, really old black and white Japanese movies that inspired most of the Western genre?
0: I watched like half of Seven Samurai and then Me too. never finished it, and I really should, and that was about it. I have that It was it, was. it was guys. pretty good. Really?
1: It's, it's a large movie poster I love of Seven Samurai.
0: I specifically got into it because of how much I hate Westerns and the fact that they're very inspired, and I was like, I should go watch these ones that I'm like defending, mm. and I got really bored and there's a probably a reason why i hate westerns because i don't give it's a shit about really the slow of, like yeah, the movie really was slow.
2: interesting and the acting was decent or whatever and conceptually and for what technology they were working with at that yeah. time it was good but also you're, it was so slow it yeah. was really hard just to watch. the way it was i mean we're we're like
0: more attuned to fast-paced big bombastic bullshit so it's yeah. just hard to get into so i, I won't disrespect the also very long but i will disrespect the copies yeah um super long
2: yeah really really long yeah um that was so super uh the other thing is i was um listening to your listisode where you were talking about the dude from friends i think he played chandler maybe and he was like, oh yeah he's like addicted super to cocaine, cocaine. and yeah. yep and then he came back he was a little bit chubbier because he uh got off the got off the coke and then he came back and he was back on the coke um so i don't know if this is the right word but let's just refer to what that guy is as an underdog right now uh who's your favorite who's your favorite underdog like your television movie whatever underdog and i'll give my example here okay because yeah, i'm lost brendan frazier oh
0: just like as a celebrity that doesn't get their due yeah interesting brendan Fraser is a very hot right now topic i'm yeah. with, I'm, I'm with it yeah but
2: it's we were not... talking about brendan Fraser before hey, he was hot too we were talking listen, about it a while can ago. i
0: have my biggest hipster i will never stop talking about this you know i like to repeat stuff big okay. fan of repeat yeah. stuff i will always die will on my hipster you. hill that fuck anyone who likes nick cage now i have defended that man for three decades because yep. con air is my favorite movie it has been since i saw it when i was eight years old yep. i watched it loved it I watched a bunch of other nick cage stuff i'm not like a super fan in that I've memorized his lines in every movie he's ever been right. in. But I'm a super fan in that I think he is an incredible actor who just has a very hilarious life with a lot of actual tragedy and sorrow, but also like a lot of self inflict. Anyways, Nick Cage is incredible. And for about 20 years, from when I was like 15 to now, so 15 years, people have been like, ah, oh, he fucking sucks. He blah, blah. He's a bad actor. He's an overactor. All this. He doesn't deserve it. He takes bad roles, blah, blah. And then he stars in three good movies uh, when he came back with Mandy and then he did oh, yeah, um, Pigs, a very recent one, but there was one other in the middle there, and everyone's like, Nick Cage is incredible. And I'm like, The, fuck co- you. the Color you get... Out of Space. You know what? I I have, that's that's a great movie. Yeah, we watched that one. I have another one with that. Fucking Star Wars prequels. None of you, anyone, not you too, because I don't know how you feel about them, mm-hmm. and I don't care. Anyone out there who says, man, the prequels are good, go fuck yourself. They were the only Star Wars movies I had ever seen. I liked them, didn't love them, mm-hmm. but I liked them, and I caught ridicule from every single Star Wars fan ever, for not watching the originals because the prequels were so bad. And now that the sequels suck ass, and they're like, oh, prequels are so... Man, we need to go back to those pre. They really need to bring back George Lucas. Those prequels are so good. And I'm like, oh, I am going to get
1: mad. I saw every one of the prequels in theaters. I saw them in Kia. Me, and and I, Kia I, me too. Very I saw them in
0: theaters too. And, yeah. I'll
1: like the prequels, and I'll tell you why I like the prequels. Pod racing.
0: I hated you pod hated racing. Oh, I love pod racing. I hated it as a kid. That was my favorite awesome. aspect of the prequels. I liked... Yeah. I also, all Yoda the video games that spawned
2: flicks. off of it were really good. Well, Yoda um, was cool
0: too. But people were like, uh, uh, Christian, whatever. What? Uh, what? Hadenson was his name? The
2: uh, uh, Anakin. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah,
0: whatever. He's, oh, he's a shit. I think whiny it's whiny Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. There yeah, it, is. it is. Oh, he's a whiny piece. Of shit. He sucks. Yoda shouldn't be like that. They have weird CGI flipping fighting Yoda. That's so stupid. But Count Doku blows ass and just dies for no reason. And dude Ember yoda Palpatine crawling around like through
2: the vents to like too much go through political, a lightsaber
0: fight too much political nonsense with the senate and all this stuff and then they watch the sequels and they're like hey where's all the political nonsense this <laughs> doesn't make sense why they're out here running the galaxy and oh palpatine's back uh i don't know man he was too good earlier and i'm i'm done with it and now i he, hate star wars fans. with the
1: release of obi-wan i don't Anybody's seen that? I will never watch it's it. It's heavily invested in those prequel movies. Yeah. it's. And people I watched love the. F-
2: and people I watched the out. first two episodes. it Was pretty decent. Um, it just. It makes me mad. So this goes all the way oh, back to crap. our. We didn't even first answer the podcast. question. Yeah, what
1: was the question? Yeah, we got really favorite
2: wrong. underdog. Um, so this I'll goes keep way back to. Talking. This goes way back to our first podcast. Uh, splitting the difference, where yep. I don't often have very polarizing opinions. I don't right. love Nick Cage, and I never hated him, and I don't love or hate him now. I just think he's pretty good. And then, Nickelback's another one of my <laughs> uh, fuck people who like Nickelback
0: now because I've loved Nickelback now.
2: like a- I'm. I'm not gonna say that the. Star Wars prequels were like ten out of tens, and I also liked yeah. them and went and I saw every single one, and I don't so think they're, they're like the best six, movie. sevens, six, six yes, and a half, out a tens. Definitely of 10s. solid six and sevens, and then they had some moments that were really good yeah. and memorable. So uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of things that I ever. I was never walking around telling people, "Hey, you shouldn't like this because it's bad." I've never had that opinion about anything. I don't think. People, um, oh, so many people have it. I know. And they love it bothers me. It it bothers me that people feel like i I don't know this i don't like that um i mean that's but, but that's like how you invest
0: in a person though is by understanding what they like and don't like and then also voicing how you feel about them as well back and forth so like having the conversation of why do you like that you're dumb is actually just kind of natural conversation it's annoying i get it but like it's it's what everyone has to do
2: we we do a lot of it too between the oh three we do of a us. ton of it yeah a lot of this podcast we do it like, yeah it's no pretty much that. just me telling you guys are bad for liking things yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I, i'll just flip. <laughs> and then talking about
0: food yeah you're the biggest I'm flip-flopper biggest there flip-flopper ever flopper. was
1: it depends on what's trending
0: true <laughs> he's such a hype beast <laughs> he's wearing a supreme hoodie right now just a big hype beast
2: yeah flexing he is yeah
0: wow your arms look good right now Man, actually I mean, yeah they look great
2: uh Ian. both of you I look really good nice uh, favorite
0: underdogs. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh. So, the, uh, I guess the interpretation of underdog is different. But I will say my favorite Nick underdog Nick Cage is... could be one for sure. Who?
2: Oh, Nick and, and Cage could have been one. For he sure.
0: could have been one. He's now like the biggest name ever. That movie. The that
2: was what made him an underdog. He sure. was not was he an is. underdog. He was. But
0: I want to pick one that's an underdog right now, and I have an answer. And it is okay. kind of not really an answer, but Sam Rockwell. I don't know. who that I don't is. even know exactly. who that is. Exactly. He's an Oscar winner. He is one of the greatest actors ever. And when you see him, you recognize him. But he's one of those guys that is in a cell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he doesn't have the Will Smith tag, even though he's probably got better accolades in his career. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Sam Rockwell. Uh, let's see. He's in Iron Man two as the arms dealer. He's in this movie Moon. That's absolutely incredible. Where it's just him on the moon. Um, mm-hmm. Uh he's in oh, uh he's in uh, uh fucking the Stephen King uh eight mi- not eight mile, that's the MM movie. The Green, green Mile.
2: <laughs> you know, Stephen King's eight mile. Yeah. We Stephen, all love Stephen yeah King's green mile. Eight
0: mile. Um he he plays the uh the one who actually kills the kids in Green Mile. Uh he's in Hitchhiker's Complete Guide to the Galaxy, he's the one with the two heads. You know, okay, he's the, yeah, the goofy I guy.
1: I recognize him. I'm looking at pictures He's of in
0: him. a million things, and he is an absolutely phenomenal actor. One of the best actors, in he's my so opinion. He's so versatile. He yeah. has
1: so many different looks, too. Yeah,
0: he's incredible. And, I, and I, he's not an underdog in that, you know... He gets good movies, he gets mm-hmm. the awards, and he gets paid. But he's an underdog in that, like, why don't people recognize him more? Yeah, Sam is yeah. just so good. I, d- so I don't
2: good. recognize him, and I've seen, like, weird movies here that he was in. Like, I saw yeah. the movie The Way, Way Back. I saw Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and I also mm-hmm. saw Jojo Rabbit, and I didn't yeah. recognize oh, him in any He's
0: incredible things. in Jojo Rabbit. He's the gay Nazi officer who goes out on top not wow re- i said that and that's not how i meant, let's, does not i think
2: let's rethink how we're portraying <laughs> meant, nazis in this podcast i meant kevin. he
0: goes out uh saying heck you to the nazis but still dies because he knows he was a <laughs> very bad person that's a really
2: <laughs> yeah. funny way to say that he's, he's, <laughs> he
0: acknowledges that he was fucked that's and Kevin's... then goes out die and he ke- dies oh, uh-huh. Kevin's interpretation.
2: he goes of out of on top was, we know how kevin thinks about yeah, this guy
0: give yeah, it either way he is phenomenal. I love Sam. So he's my my underdog of the year. Uh, 2022 goes to Sam Rockwell. Cool. I'm, I'm into that. I'm
1: having real trouble coming up with an underdog. Yeah. I it's just, a
0: tough one. That's a tough prompt. I'll give you that.
1: I feel like there aren't many out there because the, the underdog story, I mean, is, is, isn't common.
0: Right, right, like, right. We love it
1: because it doesn't always happen.
0: Yeah. Brendan Fraser is a really good one because it's being brought to everyone's attention right now
2: mm-hmm.
0: how mistreated he was by Hollywood. Yeah, so that's really good. That's a great, which answer. is
2: good. We should pay attention to that.
0: Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's one that you should keep up on. But there's other, I, mean, I hate to say it, but there's other like abused actors and actresses you could pick. That's fucked up. I'm not gonna. Lots of them. Yeah, I don't want mean, to. I don't want yeah. to prompt that. Uh, but. Uh-huh. Hmm. Let me see if I want to think up a second underdog. Do you have a honorary mention, Charles? Lucas. Yeah, you're an underdog. That's no, true. he's not. Yeah. He's not yes, an underdog at all. I get underdog. He's an all. underdog. Oh, yeah. you love swinging. Yeah. Yeah, big fan. I mean, underdog scared the shit out of me. That's what they were called, right? Yeah. Runs behind dog, and yeah. then sends you and runs out.
2: Oh, I thought we were talking about. So there's also Underdog, who was the superhero that flew through. Yeah, the air but with no the one cape. cares
0: about Underdog. He also we're, he literally, we're all too young to remember. He literally popped amphetamines to become a superhero.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a the, the origin real of underdog, underdog. Was he took move.
0: pills that jazzed him up? I mean, I
2: love a lot that for him.
0: Stories like that. Yeah, you know.
2: that's true. Huckleberry Hound. That's a good un- underdog. I don't even know who that is. I don't know. Hanna yeah. Barbera. All yeah. It's like a I blue dog who played of, the like, banjo.
1: They're not underdogs. They're just like
0: good good actors <laughs> that I like. I'm like, "Oh, Gary Oldman, he's great." He is one of the great Oh, I need to talk to Jeff. I need Gary to Oldman isn't
2: an old. underdog? Gary Oldman. No, I know that's Jeff. what we're I'm saying. saying yeah, right? I like, just yeah.
0: keep coming
1: up with names where it's like, "Oh, I haven't heard this name in a while, but he's great." Yeah.
0: I need to talk to Jeff. One of my list episodes coming up has to be favorite actors because Gary Oldman's on there. Yeah. So I was saying, oh, yeah. Emma Stone. There's, is wonderful.
2: Yeah. There's a there's a really funny oh, meme. that's like wait, a, Emma
0: Stone, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, Emma Watson, I don't like. Yeah. I don't dislike, okay. but uh, overrated.
2: Um. So there's this meme. Uh. 100%. That's like one day you wake up and you realize that you've been Gary Oldman this entire time. (laughs) You know, my favorite
0: uh, flip the script on you meme ever is, uh, uh, this was back during JK Rowling coming out with a ton of like history on the characters, like releasing new tidbits about all the different characters randomly here there. Mm. And then someone tweeted out, uh, oh man uh, I can't believe it J.K. Rowling just revealed that you the reader were gay this whole time <laughs> because she made like seven different characters gay <laughs> or she didn't make them I, the yeah. intent may have been there for them to be gay the whole time I don't know I'm not J.K. Rowling but that meme made me laugh really hard I really, I really
2: liked it mm-hmm. uh, alright let's
0: go on a quick break because I have to pee so bad uh, and then we'll come back with more All right, we're back and I've got topics as well. Do because I am out of them. So okay, good, I have two topics. One of them's really sor- short and it's a more of an inquisitive question for you specifically because as I've talked about, I finally bit the bullet on the bidets. Charles sold me on them. Mm-hmm. Great salesman by the way. the way he the way he twists his word and paints just this sweeping imagery about a jet of water directly in your asshole, it's just it's it's masterful. Mm-hmm. So I I bit. They did a poli- actually, I thought it was really crude and stupid and yet I still bit on it. They did a sale for June 9th, 6'9. Mm-hmm. And the oh, entire God. sale and marketing and material on their website was about how good bidets are for analingus.
2: Oh <laughs> and, how, and how you
0: can clean yourself really well so that you and your partner can sixty nine eat in each other's asses. Which, don't get me wrong, obviously sold me immediately. But, oh, yeah. No, it was not implied either. It wasn't like, so you it was can really enjoy, on nose. you know. Oh, yeah. It was like, no. So when you're nose deep in their ass crack, you're in a really hell hygienic environment. It's like, well, I don't even know if a bidet can fully make it hygienic, yeah. but like, it's better. You got to go through yeah. the whole wax process. It's way better, and oh, then yeah. clean it. And yeah.
1: yeah. Bleaching. Who knows? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be m- m- muffing around in that Velcro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, was trying, I didn't. I <laughs> right. where I didn't. I'm not no, well, that's proud of way that. To describe <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm not proud around. around. <laughs> but but <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so I, I, I bit and I bought them. And uh, I had a question. So, do you know the, uh, the, uh, the last few years um, there's been a lot of push for the squatty potty? Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Put your legs up because it's yep. more a natural. Position because it bends your whatever intestines on whatever. I don't yep. know all the, 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 the marketing to it, but uh, supposedly a lot better for you. And that got me thinking, how dangerous would it be to be in squatty potty position when you turn the bidet on? Because you're really vulnerable with your knees up that high.
1: Well, the squatty potty thing, because I, I have a friend that have, had to use them for like, I don't know if it's psychological or medical or physical i don't how know how could it be
0: psychological because <laughs> like i don't know psychological. no no i want to <laughs> know how a squatty potty just paint me a picture here how does lifting your knees when pooping the brain works in, <laughs> in so many mysterious ways All right, it's about I the
2: blood like, flow and it you wasn't know, happening to me endorphins. Right,
1: okay fair enough fair enough but i've used a squatty potty yeah and i have to say i'm like okay Notice the difference. Get it. Yeah. I notice a difference.
0: Well, to their credit, I do prefer pooping on shorter toilets, which yeah. is like a you know, half step to squatty potty.
1: Uh so I don't know that when you're sitting in that position, because like I said, I've been there. Uh if if that really Well, I guess I don't have you know any what? experience with the bidet no. to understand. No, you know what?
0: You're sitting there right now, okay? Right. Like sit sit feet flat, not squatty potty position yet, just flat. So you're pooping, right? Right. Your butt's not incredibly spread right now. Yeah. Like, you're sitting flesh, which is why they say you need a squat pie. And you take uh, the bidet, which is just a nice, small, like, super soaker-sized stream of water right. that goes right between your cheeks, and you kind of do a wiggle soap. to get it up in there and clean yourself out, right? right. You might, like, grab a cheek and open it sure. up. And uh, peop- this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. People are going to love this. <laughs> and, and, and you're cleaning yourself, and then you sit there to dry a bit, and then you wipe down to dry, and you move about your day. Now... Imagine that exact same position. Pick your knees up about a foot and a half. How much more exposed is your sphinct right now? For that dret stream of water to that's, just yeah, it almost wild yeah, drive that you.
1: almost hits like right on the taint. Ru-
0: the, I prefer it's, Gooch, but oh. I respect the taint. Uh, <laughs> should, I, I, call it, I call it. I call it. I
2: call it no man's land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but that's the land. It's there's no man's there. You got to clean that. Yeah, that's what this is mm-hmm. all about. And I told Charles uh, two weeks ago when I was using... Not while I was using that. I'm like, you'll never forget what's going on right
2: But I told him... I, he's got me on speed dial, and he's like, oh, my God. He's got to know.
0: Dude, I miss speed dial. Yeah. I had... Uh, I had Charles' number. It. I, just don't know I had Ryan Miller's number. Still around. I had Megan Stokes' number. Speed dial on my old phone. That waterproof phone I used to call oh, Charles when I was. There. I have a real thing with calling Charles while in my bathroom, <laughs> and I have yeah. for about two decades now, and I refuse to change.
2: I would. I would be like at home, and I'd get a phone call, and I'd pick it up, and I'd be like, "Hello," and Kevin would be like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And well, I like it would a be like, "Hey, crackling. man," <laughs> like a crackling in the background, and I'm like are you calling me from the shower again? And he's like, yeah, I can't get enough. (laughs) And that phone looked like
1: some sort of heavy-duty satellite phone. It was like a walkie-talkie-looking ass rubber
0: grips on the side. (laughs) Yeah, like,
1: that's your house phone?
0: I loved that phone, dude. But anyways, um, I was telling Charles about how I was, you know, I used the restroom and I used the bidet, and I moved a little bit too much and caught it dead center.
2: And oh, that hadn't man. happened
0: yet, and it was shocking. <laughs> it, not like temperature-wise or anything. I don't personally find the temperature of the water a big issue at all. Nope. Like this is fine. I know in the winter it'll be colder, but I'm like, whatever, this is fine. But man, when it when it when it bullseyes you, pff, oh oh oh, mama! I and then I pictured imagine. squatty potty, ass blast, and extra. It's too much. It, I yeah. think I think there's a limit. You're approaching enema at that. Yeah, point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent.
2: Boy, sure does feel clean though, huh? Oh, so,
0: hey, I was, I said it, and Charles agreed. Mm-hmm. I don't like pooping elsewhere now. I yeah. want, I mean, I still will. I'm not one of those guys who will wait. If I gotta use it, I'm gonna use it. Mm. But man, it is not. I'm like, man, look at me over here wiping like a Neanderthal. I feel like if I if have, I have to,
2: to, if I have to poop, and there's like half an hour till I leave work and go home, I'm waiting. Like I'm gonna <laughs> wait and do it at home. Yeah, the bidet I, changes everything. It does. I
1: feel like I, I don't want to like. Go to your house or Charles's house and like experiment with your bidet because it sounds like a not like, good enough for like you. It's like a personal experience. No, it's a it's like, like
0: do you wash your hands in my sink? Well, sure. So that's all it is. That's so I mean, raise your, your asshole true, in the like, toilet. It's a wanna, source
1: of water. In I want to be in my own house when I'm like. Measuring the pressure and like having those things. What if I make a sound like there's somebody outside the bathroom door? Like, whoop! it got me. You know, that's a
0: really good point. When my friends are open, I hover around bathroom doors (laughs) because I'm just I I feel left out. And I just want to be a part of it.
2: Yeah. And Lucas knows sometimes when I've adjusted the pressure to too high and he's like out in my living room and he hears like a yelp of pain. And I'm like, (laughs) I will say that is one of the biggest benefits of
0: my home. My water pressure is low, relatively speaking, so that when you start it, because, you know, there's like a window where you hear the water coming out and then it hits, that pressure is so low that it's like, you can dial it in. It doesn't hit too hard fast. You Ooh. can dial it in. It's nice.
2: So so the question I get asked about my bidet the most is, um, uh, is it heated? Now, so they do have them available in the heated option, and They're I didn't way get too it. too expensive. And, it's it's not really a big difference. Like it's just tap water temperature, except yeah. for during the winter. Right. Now, when you when you use it first thing in the morning after your pipes are like cold, almost yeah. frozen, and you turn that thing on, uh, there is nothing more jarring than the combination of what you just described, Kevin, the bullseye sensation along <laughs> with freezing cold water. Well, so it you just gotta shocks do the, your asshole. You just
0: got to do the the drain, the window that drains it. You just got to let it run for. 30 seconds
2: sometimes you can also, be a little hasty you know sometimes yeah. you don't have a lot of time before you got to <laughs> go to work and you're trying to rinse that thing out fast and clean <laughs> and you turn it way up and it blasts uh, you with the cold water and it wrong. hits you you're square in the middle like the, a bullseye with a dart
0: not only was the pricing difference dramatic from a standard to the heated it was like more than twice the price because one bidet is hundred bucks, and the heated one's like two thirty or something like that. But also, you have to run a line to your hot water that's connected to your sink. So you have like the way it's set up now, it runs right connects to the water line that yeah. goes into your toilet. You have to have another tube sticking out like wherever your bathroom's set up, all the way to the sink into the hot water line. And your house has to have like really on demand hot water for that to matter. Yeah. My house is yeah. huge; it takes hot water to get for. It takes forever to get to my fucking hot water. So I'm not going to sit there for 10 minutes while yeah. I let the water run through my bidet to get the hot water in. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And and it they is, make, it if it you buy a, a separate bidet, which is like $1,000 to have the extra toilet bidet like they oh, do actually actual, yes, in Europe so and stuff, that's... those are insanely expensive. And, you know, they have like, I think some of them have on-demand heating in them, the electric heaters mm. that heat. But like, come on, you're talking crazy. I'm just trying to make analingus more pleasurable, <laughs> and I can do it on a $90 budget.
2: Now, if you go all out and you get one of the really expensive bidet toilets that is built with its own bidet and yeah. its own... Uh, so here are some of the features that you can get in one of those bad boys. Heated seats. uh Gross. Music that plays from the toilet seat.
0: Sitting down in a heated toilet seat, I've done it
2: before, mm-hmm. the
0: worst experience ever. It feels like someone's ass cheeks just got off it. Yeah,
2: that's what people like about it. I think that's not, not it makes what you I like it about makes you feel connected with I the I the am household. a big fan of it's connected. Would
1: also generate more bacteria because it's it has to, like, right? It's just like making yeah. The temperature. It's, it's
2: bacteria thrives in warm temperatures. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially poop bacteria yeah <laughs> um fecal so bacteria. yeah so it's obviously it's got the bidet it's got different settings with the bidet like oscillating bidet and no move in different i ways. don't need
0: a freaking like rotating stream <laughs> like a, i'm not a saying hexis. these things
2: are i'm not saying these things are good i'm saying this is what <laughs> you can experience okay. <laughs> um so I right like timed in
0: a... interval blast <laughs> that's not <laughs> just nothing. like that can happen me.
2: It'll spray you with different imp- intervals. You could do a cold, then warm, then cold, then warm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like the variation. Keep things, keep things you know what exciting. I do want about them, though? Air dryer. Ooh. Yeah, so there is an air dryer, and then it'll give you a little, like, poof, a little yeah. puff of, like, talcum powder that's scented to keep yeah. your ass nice and chafe-free. Do you... This is uh, not needed to be
0: talked about, but I had a question. Do you sit there and let your ass dry before you just clean dry off with toilet paper? if i have time yeah it will yeah of course obviously not everybody's got time i sit there and i let myself drip dry for a minute just it saves yeah. on toilet I mean, pa- and if you don't wait because and if then you you don't you're wait, wiping you... it with toilet paper and it's, it's just soaking wet, wet. Yeah. and it just like shreds and you end up with the finger through the toilet paper situation which it's like it's a just great got time the if you have the time but man yeah, now you know what ladies like. yeah why do they feel like that because yeah
2: why would, would... Are you constantly trying to
0: finger-pop some buttholes without consent? Is Lucas non-consently popping assholes? We
2: got us a Harvey Weinstein over here. They
0: don't wipe all the way from their butt up
1: when they pee. The troubles of wet toilet paper we never really experience
0: because i'm concerned with how much knowledge you have on the specifics of the toilet paper with ladies he's got a camera imagine. in his toilet i can only <laughs> he's got, got a toilet. camera in his toilet i know he not nah, a camera in his toilet i'm just saying moving on enough toilet humor works. all right well, let's go on to
1: the, the one next thing bit. i want to say i thought that,
2: that was an informational bit i, didn't I don't, realize I don't that know that was if
1: you guys if this is an accurate <laughs> representation but i have I, i've always had like the Detachable shower heads, you know, massage oh, yeah. features, and stuff. Oh my God. And that's how I usually clean that area. You know, so, you know, at least rinsing. All right. Uh-huh.
0: Don't say at least rinsing. We know exactly what you mean now. You can't backpedal. You pull it down, you set it to the pressure gauge, and you get up under there. I bet you even spread your legs a little I
1: would imagine that's oh, a similar sensation to what the <laughs> bidet is.
0: No, it's way smaller and it's way more pointed
2: it's concentrated. Yeah. It's concentrated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's also depending on the shower head, less pressure. I'm
1: just trying to understand.
0: I don't like the idea that now whenever you shower, you're taking it off the handle and getting under the gooch. Well, I Yeah, mean, it's if not Lucas like I'm showers at your against No, those. you're definitely getting too close no, for comfort. No. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. You're not in the shower with me, you don't know. No, I,
0: but I've seen your camera in your shower and I checked I've footage. been
2: in the shower with him before and he I does. can t- Yeah. Yeah, I can He's tell you for knows. sure that he, it's exactly what you would do.
0: Yeah, see the Here Z. We yeah, we, we knew it. uh Yep. All right, dramatic, dramatic topic change, and this is not a good topic, but it's something I was thinking of, and seeing as we're a food podcast, it's only yes. appropriate we have a food topic. Perfect. Yes. We need a new hose. It has multiple slits that leak. Oh, that sucks. Um, I need a new garden hose, I guess. Anyways, so damn it, I was thinking about this the other day at work, sitting there. And uh, I'm listening to a podcast, a complete guide to everything. Great Mm, podcast. Highly recommended. Um, Charles, I have a good episode for us for next week,
2: man. I wish we could get sponsored by them. We should see if we can get sponsored by them. But They're a podcast. They need sponsorships. We'll sponsor sponsor each other.
0: Yes. Yes, it can. Uh, Like a hey, you know, new podcast uh, topics about this, this, star, and this. Take a listen to the
2: Nutty Buddies. buddies. Do you like conversations about wet assholes? Do you like conversations (laughs) about food sometimes? Yeah.
0: It's like wet ass pussies, but instead it's wet assholes and it's just called wah. <laughs> <laughs> <"Wang." I'm> <laughs> <laughs> I think we're onto something here. Yeah, okay, but anyways. Wang. So I got distracted. So so back back to the nature <laughs> end. I was thinking about this, listening to the podcast, they're talking about food. And I was like, oh, yeah. And they start talking about comfort food. Now, I think the term comfort food has been wrongfully co uh, opted by American cuisine. Because mm-hmm. comfort food at a restaurant, comfort food uh, at, 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 a, at, a, at, at an establishment is like uh, chicken pot pie, mm-hmm. it's mashed potatoes, it's country fried steaks, right. it's uh, baked potatoes. Mm-hmm. It's very starchy, it's- meaty foods, um, which, you know, is fair because I do consider them comfort foods. Right. But I think the term comfort food should be dramatically more personal. I think it should be subjective. It should be 100% subjective because uh, a lot of times in our group chats at work, we get very nitpicky on specific, which, of course, I'm a big part of. I love Mm. that kind of, but I'll say something, you know, I've talked about it on here before. I said, like, something stupid, uh, like how uh, 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 mayonnaise is just hot, uh, cold, like, jelly cheese or something like that. I don't remember what I said, but I said something Mm. stupid, and it was like, no, it's actually this, this, and then we get into, like, recipes and, like, the semantics of, like, the origin of them, stuff like that. But comfort food, when you would say to someone, oh, man, I'm, I'm just going to have some comfort food tonight. I'm really excited about it. And it's, I think that should mean whatever you, right. whether it be nostalgia or just like personal feel or taste, is as opposed to like, oh, they're going home to have baked mac and cheese. Right. You know, because that's a quote unquote comfort, comfort food. food yeah. Or cornbread.
1: But I have heard people say, this is my comfort yes, food.
0: Yes, that's how I prefer it to be. That's, that's also how, how I prefer it. So I wanted to lead into, I have a a handful of them, and I'll give, just like Charles does, I'll give mine first. What is your, or what are your, if you have multiple favorite comfort foods? And the one that comes to mind more often than not for me is a deli sandwich on, what are the rolls called? The big, the... Kaiser roll. Kaiser roll with a bunch of chips in it. And it Mm. makes me think of summertime... At a friend's house, like Tyler Bailey's mom would do this for us. At the pool, his grandma's pool At your pool side with friends, or lakeside or pond side, if your friends have those, like we did uh, at a bunch of friends like Luke and Dane and Ryan's house yeah. that one time. Yeah, deli meat, you know, mayo, lettuce, whatever, cheese, whatever mom and dad or their friend mom mm-hmm. and dad brings out. And then just shoving chips in there. Nothing to me is more comforting than that sandwich.
1: Yeah. I still do that.
0: Oh, you have to. It's just incredible.
1: I'll go get a big M sub. I know it's not called the big oh, M, but uh, are they
0: still as good as they were? Yeah,
1: and they're huge. Like, they're it's huge. Like twelve inches, but and then <laughs> they say it's twelve inches. Yeah, they're lying. I don't know. It feels a little. Bigger. I've seen it, and then they put a they put a decent amount of meat on there, and
0: uh, well, remember they, my mom yeah. used to work in the deli, and she would go nuts. Yeah, stuffing those sandwiches. That's why I was asking if they're still because yeah, they've always been like the breakfast pizza at Big M. Oh my god. Oh, stop. So Sorry. Good. Sure. Fine. fine. Sure, I nobody's hate, calling it what that i hate today um uh, i and
1: <laughs> i don't know if that's my comfort food but i do go to it a lot because i'm just like i want that big
0: end, so yeah. no i'm so i'm talking that. something that like you know we all have favorite foods we've talked about yeah. them open favorite. Set. i'm talking about something that like sits outside of a thing you eat like it, it, it exists purely in an emotional state not in a i really like to eat
1: this state don't want to get criticized when I talk about my you're gonna. connection.
0: No, you're gonna. Again. No, you're gonna. I don't even yeah, remember his, what that was, but I remember my joke be, oh that's <laughs> what it fucking <laughs> Yeah, right. Sorry.
2: Yeah uh, I got a couple. Um okay. so here's one. If it's something I'm making at home, probably those Vienna sausages in the croissant rolls. Like that's yeah, a huge if, I've, one if I've had a bad day and I go you have a bad
0: day, you take I'm, some Pillsbury doughboys, wrap them around <laughs> sausages and call it a night. I'm on yeah. to something with that i'm gonna call daniel powder up see if i can license that
2: you probably can <laughs> did <laughs> you know it was saying by food. daniel powder yeah yes everybody knows that it. you don't get to pound um, it you're not here nah. um, yeah so uh, um yep so that's one uh, i love doing that um and if i'm getting takeout food probably Thai food like i love just getting See, that doesn't count because that's just you. like
0: that's just like
2: on the menu for you you're just like hey what are we
0: feeling tonight Thai food's on the menu. Like, it's not, like... It has to be something that's, like, a massive decision outside of the meal.
2: I don't think that I really emotionally connect myself to most foods, besides maybe um those Vienna sausages in Pillsbury, that point. Yeah, the those.
0: Vienna sausages ones I buy, even though you have them all the time, those are definitely your, like, I, I don't those. have them all the time. I'll make them, like, once you every two them to to three months. an alarmingly large amount of time for people who eat Vienna sausages. Yeah. So uh, I would have them more often, but you told me won't... like three weeks ago. You just woke up on a Sunday and was like, "That's it. Not even bringing them to something. I just
2: want these." And you made them. Yeah, I made them for lunch. Um, And before that, the last time I made them was with you. No, when you, you took them to Ryan's or Mosher's, or Ryan's
0: or Mosher's. One of them. I don't remember the part. no. I no. Super I Super Bowl party. No, I didn't. Oh, didn't, what'd you he, take to him? He, he dropped the ball. He didn't bring anything. Oh, you freaking jangle
2: yeah i didn't bring anything no we brought buffalo chicken dip oh they oh the, dip. the white trash the white food trash oh dip. don't even yep. get that me started is
0: so good i don't care for the record we do none of us find it to be white trash food mason's just an idiot yeah yep uh i can't wait to school him in some pool. we mentioned that oh, in our yeah, first podcast be too. for him yeah um comfort
1: food for me yeah i don't know if this is just nostalgia but
0: don't you guys love that damn pizza from a wego no, uh, not a Wego. Waverly? Sopranos. Yeah, that's mostly that's know.
2: mostly Mason. Mason. Okay, okay, okay.
1: And Mosher does it now, too, I guess.
2: Yeah. But I, it's good. I it's always not great. do this
1: thing where I think I want a bunch of Tostino pizza rolls. But they're the worst. And then I'm like, like it's like a nostalgic thing, and I do it,
0: and I'm like, this was a terrible decision. See, that's that's what I'm talking about comfort food-wise, because like, they're like, mm-hmm. you don't need it. It wasn't a good idea, but something in your brain is just like,
2: Ooh, yeah. I need and it. I do it. They're, like, greasy, and then when you bite into them, they explode into your mouth and burn the roof of your mouth yeah. every oh, single I, time. It's an
0: experience. We, I actively think that Totino's pizza rolls, as a food, should not exist. <laughs> I eat a lot of trash, like Lunchables and, you know, potted meat and stuff, but Totino's are bad. Yeah. I, I uh, have the same thing you do. <laughs> Brandy and I buy them. We throw them in the air fryer, we throw them in the oven, whatever, and we eat them, and we're, like, <laughs> dipping them in ranch, and we're just like, why do we keep doing this? They're uh, not I got... good.
2: I got another one. Um, ju- You know that feeling when you're just rebounding from being pretty sick and you're on like your last day before you're going to be back to normal and you're starting to get your appetite back and maybe starting to be able to breathe a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah. Love that uh, feeling. That That's the exclusive only time that I purchase Dinty Moore Beef Stew.
0: Franny is going to hear this and, and you know what? We might start our harem. She's gonna love it. Yeah, she loves that bullshit beef. I hate that stuff. I mean, I, like I don't.
2: It. I'll eat it, but yeah, she loves that. It's like salty. It's got a shit ton of ingredients. Also, in I don't like want an thick. ovulation it's station
0: a... correction, Franny. You love that. I know you do. Your mom gives you a can of it every year, and the like. She buys us a pantry box for Christmas with all of, like Franny's favorites, and that's always in there because she loves it.
2: And you know what, Franny? It's okay to love it. I love it too.
0: Yeah, Charles loves it.
2: but only only when i'm rebounding from being sick because when i look at the when i look at it i'm like i can't eat this nobody should eat this but but then i love to eat it when i'm rebounding you know what the the
0: the 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 soup part the broth the gravy uh is the same texture and viscosity when cold as the congealed fat on vienna sausages
2: yeah and you know what else it's like it totally is it's gloopy yeah. Or it's like when you open a can of wet cat food and it's got and it's got the fat stuff. on top, yeah. Oh, spam yeah.
0: fat, no, spam fat's a little more tight. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit tighter. Um,
2: yeah. I have another
0: one. Uh, this is something I never eat, and yet I am so incredibly fond of. In my mind, I just never do it. Cheetos dipped in yellow mustard, crunchy or puffed. I did it when I was sick. Uh, on a well, like on a, not a camping trip, but Franny's family rented like uh, one of those. Uh, in hickory park they have the little like cabiny thingies um and i got really sick and we were just kind of watching finding nemo over and over again and transformers one on franny's little portable dvd player and i was eating snacks and i for some reason cheetos they were the crunchy ones in this moment i tried it with puffs later in yellow mustard and i loved it and now very very rarely i will remember that i love it and then eat it and feel like so good. Like, I, oh, mm. that's right. And yet it still never, it, it doesn't occur to me to do it. It sounds disgusting. No. Yeah, I good. was thinking yeah, that. I
1: know, but just like those two things, like you, you so generally good. don't see those things. Uh, so yeah, good. that's yeah.
0: weird as fuck. It, it, <laughs> happened, be, it happened because it I dip, so crazy right I dip
2: pretzels in mustard.
0: Okay. Whether it be soft pretzels or hard pretzels, I dip it in mustard. That's a classic. Yep. And yep. we didn't have any pretzels, and I still wanted mustard, so I dipped my Cheetos, and I was like, changed my life. This yeah. is a whole new world for me. <laughs> Love it.
1: The other comfort food That's I weird. have is similar to Charles because, like, I don't go, I don't eat Chinese food much, but when I do, right. I always get, no matter what uh, restaurant it is, it's I get a large house special lo mein. And Franny I just, likes lo mein. I, it's got to be the house special version because every restaurant puts a different mix of meats in yeah. there, and and it's always the greasiest version of lo mein. Oh, no question <laughs> about and, it. And it's and the it's one like,
0: where when you slurp it, your lips get gross yeah. and you, like, have to wipe them down.
1: And I I like to do that when I'm like like really sad or I'm hungover or like I just want to have a day where I'm just like I
0: want to do more to harm me right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: I'm just like bring on the hurt. You let's know what
0: do it. I've been turned on to lately? Beef lo mein. Okay. Never in my life had I ever thought to have it because chicken and pork are the defaults. Right. Like at a re- like at a at a buffet or yep, whatever okay. or in like a in a in a in a, a combo meal they mm-hmm. always show the chicken pork one first. Uh, and then it's like beefs an option. Well, Franny one day was like, you know what? Because she was ordering just a pint, let's try beef lo mein. It's great, it like is. it's shockingly good. I because I
2: don't really care for lo mein, and yet I was like,
0: I would order this yeah. regularly. Now, Jesus.
2: now I used to, I used to order, uh, I used to order Chinese food like you pick one item off the menu and that's the thing that you get. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, now I really like to order uh, pints of separate things. Uh, I can't do that. Because it is so much less cost effective. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm just. I
0: would rather order like three combo plates of those things, even though it'll be overall more. I Mm -hmm. get more food, and in my mind, I'm like, I gotta do it. Mm -hmm. I gotta have the more food.
2: I usually get. I usually get some kind of lo mein. I get a white rice. I get uh, two egg rolls, and then I get. um, I like to get wonton soup. Love wonton soup. I'm I'm gonna say it right now. I know you'll disagree, and that's fine. Those are the most boring options. No, no, no.
0: Okay. I do not understand why anyone ever would order white rice. Pork uh, pork I don't know. Lazy. Oh, oh, well, over pork fried, definitely, because that's got so much more to it and a lot more that's made it. White rice. So it's one of those things for me. I, I It's I talk it's about easy
2: this- to make and it's cost efficient to buy. Is that what yeah, you're Yeah. Gonna-
0: and you're spending excessive amounts of money on nothing, which don't get me wrong for the restaurant. Good. They got to make their Dude, money. It's like three you know? bucks. I think it's they got to make their money. Yeah, it's three bucks. It. It's 15 cents worth of rice to you you just making it at if home. You're,
2: if sure you're getting I... takeout, you're not making something at home. The whole point of takeout is not to make no, something
0: No, I at I home. agree. And the whole point of takeout is to order something, at least generally, mm-hmm. that you're not going to make yourself. Because you <laughs> could just make it yourself. So you order takeout of something that's a little more... That's why I, I will order the more, not, not fancy, but elaborate dishes. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't make this. Oh, we talked about this. I'll never order a steak at a restaurant. Yeah. The fuck would I overspend on something that I would rather... I can just make. Mm-hmm. That chicken cordon bleu, however... That takes like an hour and a half to prep at home, and I ain't (laughs) about to do that. So I'll instead spend less money, get a more elaborate dish that I can't just make. White rice is that to me. It's like you're throwing. It's like ordering white bread with you know, like oh, you're gonna order a loaf of Wonder Bread. I agree with you
1: most of the time, but here's how I'll defend it: is that white rice is so plain and bland that if you have a sauce that goes with
0: it yeah you,
2: yes you taste I, that I, sauce no more specifically. so i like i places, like to i like to mix the yeah, chinese food i up like the
0: it. places that serve it like that because there is mm. some that serve it on the bed of it and and i'm with you but ordering white like like rice it. separately in your box and then yeah. mixing it yourself i can't get behind so usually like when it. you
1: order yeah, well, like yeah. just one meat item they give you
0: the yes, white rice. they, they do that. And, and, and when they do that, I mean, come on, who, who's, to, and who's the, to say?
1: The other defense is that Garrett's wife, from the, uh, she's from the Philippines, yep. and their rice cooker always has rice in it. Oh, yeah. Always has white rice well, in it. Well, that's what I'm
0: saying. You can leave the white rice in the cooker <laughs> for like two days without needing yeah. to worry about it. I know that some people, like Charles probably wouldn't be able to do that, but um, no. like in terms of how it's been done forever, yeah. that is a standard. So yeah, if you like white rice, Get a fucking rice cooker, and make it whenever you want, and then just have it always.
1: Any time that she cooks like Korean barbecue or just goes to the rice like cooker, that, it's yeah. The rice gets put on there, and then the meat gets put on the side, and then like sauce just gets poured. Oh yeah, baby. and I'm like, that's not even white rice anymore.
2: Yeah, like that's no, just, at
0: that point, it's part of the dish.
1: It's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, that's what I'm in <laughs>
2: favor
0: of. Yeah, and then and I bet she's the lady that when she scoops out the last bit of rice, she goes and measures out the next rice and gets it going. Yeah, there. oh then, what a wonderful. Because they're lady.
1: Filipino. They eat all of it with their hands.
0: I talked about this. Who did I talk about it? Was it with you guys or someone else? I don't know. I, I think it was
2: with us. I, I remember you I talking about
0: this. I cannot stop eating with my hands. Mm-hmm. Anything. I love it. It is such a more, dramatically more satisfying way to eat food. Don't take your fork and knife and cut the chicken. Take yeah. your your claws, rip, rip the piece apart. off, and put it in your, in your gullet. Yeah.
1: That's why I love watching Garrett's Child, because like... She goes by, in. She, between the farm and like being raised as a Filipino, uh, or from her Filipino. Filipino descent.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about she, raising my kid as a Filipino just to kind of switch it up. A little my child
2: identifies like, as a Filipino. Yeah. She'll
0: do
1: things. She's like, she's going to be six this year, I think. Yeah. So she'll do things and she'll be like, I was eating dinner with them at their house the other day. And she's just like scooping things up with her hands. And she's like, it's okay, Lucas. I don't have to use silverware. Cause I'm Filipino. <laughs> so, and I'm like, oh no. She's self-aware. I'm like, you can use that for a while, girl. But <laughs> when you become an adult, there are some eh, yeah. some situations where you're not going to be able to say no, that anymore.
0: you just don't just don't be around people that can't <laughs> accept that. Yeah. Don't
2: be around any situation where you can't yeah. eat with your hands. That's and you c- exclaim do. specifically because you're Filipino, right? Or keep doing it all throughout your adulthood True. in every yeah, scenario. Just walk up Formal to the dinners,
0: buffet, you know what? And it's okay. You know what I think a part of it is? My favorite foods are all hand slash finger foods. Yeah. Sandwiches, of course, mm-hmm. burgers and hot dogs, French fries and chips, you know, garbage foods. They're all hand foods anyways. Why 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 can't I extend that to I know what I know why it is. It's because your hands stay dry when you're eating. Yeah. Getting sauce on your hands is like yeah. spaghetti is like, you know I've eaten I've done it. Baked ziti is better eaten by hand. Spaghetti is hard because you have to, like, your, your, your yeah. strands everywhere. Went out. You can still do it. But baked ZD where you can just grab the ZD and sometimes it's clumped together because of cheese and whatever, you can just hand eat that. And it's better. Guaranteed better. Also, I don't know how you Big get time. any work done around here
1: with that picture sitting on your wall all the time. Because I keep talking and looking at Charles, looking at you, and then
0: I'm just like, Who said I get oh, work done? Oh, there's Not that me. thing again. I yeah, you're drawing some...
2: You're yeah. drawing some uh, heavy conclusions here, Lucas, yeah. that might not be accurate.
0: And that, and that that ain't my life, okay? I mean, I've got my ships all around me. Mm-hmm. Got my ladies that love my ships all around yeah. me. Living the life. Okay.
2: So, so sometimes uh, sometimes I'm thinking about something and my brain's like, if only they invented something like this. We were just talking about eating things with our hands and I thought to myself, if, <laughs> if only there was some kind of hand bidet you could use to hose your hands down after you eat and I was like oh wait a second we got sinks
1: yeah you just wash your hands
0: although on that
2: uh, you and know what like that blasts it clean though yeah. you know what I mean like uh, In his offense
0: it. have you ever seen those um like at a bar they have them at bars uh the glass washers you can buy them oh, for your yeah. house now yeah. where it's, yeah. a, it's a puck put the glass down it sprays the inside so that bars can go real quick with yeah. rinsing out cups and keeping them clean um and it's like soapy water and then they just like run it under and they're on their way. I you know what? I am a bit I'm a slut for kitchen gadgets. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. my air fryer and like all these different like my magic bullet and and like my ninja and then the waffle maker and the toaster and all that different fun stuff which you don't need all of it but I enjoy it. I'm into different hygiene in on the hand appliances. Of the day. Yes. Hand of day, I'm that. I'm there. Just like, you know what? Actually, I think you can double duty the hand bidet to also be a mouth bidet. Because when you're brushing your teeth and you have to cup yes. water. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Spray
2: it up into here.
0: They Let me get this water done. Picks, they have water picks. Bit. But it's... Exactly. Well, well, water picks, that's for flossing. Right. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a way for water to come up. Right. And Rinse so I don't out. have to get under the sink spout. Yep. And they make those little attachments for your sink for kids that up that direct the flow like a, like a water fountain. Yeah. I'm talking about a whole new appliance to equip to the side of my sink Yeah. that I can mouth bidet. Mouth I bidet.
2: That. Yeah, I, I really like Oral that idea. bidet,
0: because, you know, eating implications. Yeah. Oral bidet.
2: Yeah, so uh I had this conversation with Allie a couple years ago, and she still makes fun of me for this sometimes. I was trying about to explain an, another... uh Well, a similar concept um okay. that I explained really poorly. I said... I wish there was some kind of device that you could step into and it would hose your body down with water from all angles so you were clean. And she was like, You're talking about a shower. And and I was like, Okay, <laughs> no. I just des- I described this poorly and this whole conversation's kind of made me realize I'm just looking for high pressure ways to get You just like with water, water to move yeah. at
0: velocity.
2: So I'm like, instead of taking a long shower, you just like something well, so the top they, to they bottom they just. Now. That's why like they're insanely
0: expensive, but you can get in your shower installed. You'd have to get a whole new shower, of course. Uh, wall jets to come from yes, front and side. That's what I'm talking and about. It literally here. hits you from everything. The problem is you need insane water pressure because of how much water gets used when everything's going at once. And also those showers cost thousands of dollars. Mm.
2: Yes. Uh, that is what I was trying to describe, I but I said, thinking, I just wish you could step into something that hoses you down with water. In, and Allie was In like, your yeah, credit, a
0: I want something for everything now Ooh. for two reasons. One, my feet. My feet are dirty because I'm barefoot yes. everywhere. I walk. Mm-hmm. And when I sit down in the chair and I kick my feet up and they're gross, Franny's like, that's gross. If I could have something in my bathroom between the shower and the toilet, a thing you walk into that like quick water scrubs the bottom of your feet, like and then you just walk out of it and you're clean. and also This one's not to be uh, trifled with. I know Luke can relate on this one. A specific jet of water for my underarms. Yes. Sometimes I'm not dirty. My underarms are gross. And if I could just walk up to something, have it bidet my armpit so I can just kind of get the water and sweat off of there and then walk out. We need multiple points of water in our bathroom all over for different uses. I think Yeah,
2: just those. various bidet functions for different yeah. parts of the world. Yeah,
0: those air blade
1: hand drivers they yeah. have? yeah, Like that, but with water.
0: So it's like a. Or, just, or just for you your just hands hands your armpit. In,
1: yeah. You dip your hands in,
0: they come out, and they're done. You know? Oh. So it'd be twofold. Right. There'd be the. When you get real deep, that's the water one. Yeah. And as you back up out, because it's, it's a thick device, is the air yeah. one. So you go down, and then. Wow. Oh, and and
2: this is making me think. What if, and the water like,
0: blade would actually keep spray from the or the air blade on top would actually keep the spray from the water down because yeah. it'd be like a barrier. Oh boy! So we're so onto what something. if you could
2: have like a wall-mounted armpit bidet and then right next to it, like the equivalent of a hair dryer that just blasts your armpit dry right afterwards? Could you imagine that? You know what I want? You know what this is all making me think of. Have you you guys remember Iron Man?
0: Right, yeah. Iron Man one. The mm-hmm. first big suit up scene in his basement, where he's standing in T pose and the machine is just putting pieces on him. I want, I want to walk into my bathroom, stand like that, and have various water <laughs> and air hitting and drying every important part of my body, and then I just walk out. It makes me Dude, think of some that's the dream.
2: Level. It's
0: laziness.
2: Like you know it, at, you. <laughs> yeah. Know it. You know it, like uh, at an, at,
0: a, at, a, at a water park, they have those massive body dryers. That's what I'm talking about. I walk into one of them, water, water, (laughs) air, air, and I'm out.
2: I guess what we're really getting at here is we'd like to reduce the amount of time we have to spend on hygiene drastically. I (laughs) am famously someone who hates showering
0: and cleaning. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. thankfully, I'm not like a naturally gross person. Of course, at times, everyone gets gross. Mm. I can't deny it. But but I've never worn deodorant in my life, for example, that kind of stuff. And uh, as a kid, uh, working on the Mandeville Farm, I think I was like eight or nine. I went the entire school summer without showering once. Wow. Because Garrett and I would pool and pond hop. Yes, ponds clean you. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Ponds I understand that soap's not there. They clean you. Yep. Uh, how do you think they used to do it? Yeah, how do you think they used to... Well, they didn't, actually. They didn't used not to do wet. it. They didn't used to clean themselves, though. Like, no, they
2: I, would just they, not they, do with, it. With
0: no intent. I used the... Pool and pond, like I'd go down in the water and like rub myself, like ah, this feels like what. Dude, I need they to would deal. go
2: days or weeks or months without yeah. bathing in the. But anyways, especially in their, their, like countries. clothing
0: in the river and stuff. Like, no, you know, they, if they would go. Clothing.
2: They would go long periods of time without washing at all, in any capacity. Yeah. Or changing their clothes.
0: Yeah, but were you there? How do you know? Hello, tushy should have sold products back in those days. Can you imagine the 69ing in the like twelve hundreds? Oh, oh, oh God. boy i imagine yeah that's a concept Uh, yeah i don't think they did it. maybe they did do it but i don't think they did it but anyways um actually i bet they did do it because there's lots of like uh fellatio related oral related work from like the egyptian times and like the viking times and all that that shit that happened regularly
2: we'll have the ladies look this up and verify it yeah please back on the ovulation station
0: uh but all i was gonna say was i i just garrett and i would like specifically be like get yelled 69. at by janet or my mom and be like you guys are gross and we'd be like well time to go swimming yeah. and we'd go swimming and we'd come back and be like clean as new yeah loved it
1: now, now now sam his nephew you know falls in the same footsteps.
0: yeah but god forbid because you know he oh we didn't get that luxury when we were kids fuck you yeah we did sorry i'm really mad about the whole the way i was raised i'm never gonna get behind that yeah never in my life
1: well when i was a kid i didn't
0: yeah, do this. Like, yes, you did. Yeah, We all did. We all did. I remember how mm-hmm. much we terrorized your stepdad. And yes, we terrorized him. Mm-hmm. You don't get to get away from this one, Scott Free, mm-hmm. bud. Yeah, Mr. Scott That's
2: funny because his middle name is Scott. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't even put that together. Look at us.
0: That was a completely organic... Ma- you know what? This was the last thing I want to talk about. This is the last thing. Because I don't want to talk about this a lot because it's a heavy topic and it also can be very judgmental, but I stand by it. Uh, I was talking with Lucas uh, about... Um, humans' uh, innate desire to find, create, and interpret patterns mm-hmm. um, and how much I think it's horseshit and the fact that we're not aware of it even though we are. And that's like one of those uh, moments, you know, Freudian slip that I use. And like, no, I just fucking said Scott Free because that's a standard saying. It is saying. a coincidence. And per- It's a coincidence, but it's very easy for various mm. people who are really into whatever they are, whether it be some abstract religion, some astrology-based right. thing, some whatever, to be
2: like... No, there's I think, a
0: reason you did that. Well, like I think fucking... the
2: most I think the most common and also the most awkward is sometimes when someone has had a loved one pass really recently and they're like they notice a bird sitting on like a yeah. telephone wire or something and, uh, they're, and they're like they're... <gasps> and they're like that was their favorite bird. Yeah. They're here with well, me and it's like But it, it, oh, it happens with like
0: people who are really into Nostradamus. Yeah. They they claim this. People who are really into healing energy of crystals because that's been a passed down tradition of all that. Yeah, um, people
2: who were really into healing energies I, from rocks. Know,
0: he just likes the rocks. He doesn't believe yeah. they help him. Yeah, you don't, he don't bathe know that. them in the lunar eclipse. For, yeah, he hasn't done that. Yet. <laughs> well, people who I, believe in he astrology, did do that. He does people, that. He is <laughs> that kind <laughs> of person. Yeah, just I don't want to talk about that. He people did bathe them in the lunar in, eclipse. Um, <laughs> the spiritual power. Poly- powers of like astrology and astronomy well no astronomy is the science astrology is the no. uh, belief people who take uh, all this different like life energy beliefs and the people who take like these um uh you know uh, they take the whole history repeats itself too literally because every coincidence is a history repeat, all that kind of shit like there is numerous numerous instances where we can prove and understand the fact that the human mind loves patterns And yet we still refuse to acknowledge that what we like is just like a coincidental pattern.
1: Well, I heard it once stated that it was like once is a coincidence, twice is correlation, third time it's a pattern.
0: Yeah, but even the the
1: more it starts to happen. But also a
0: pattern doesn't have meaning. A pattern is a pattern that we we, apply that we are obsessed with finding out why. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not always hand in hand. Sometime, I am sure. I, of I think course.
2: patterns are only applicable if there is uh, a periodic repetition involved. So, for instance, like the way that the moon cir- uh, circles around the Earth, that's uh, something that is a literal well, pattern. No, okay. So also that's, also uh, behavioral patterns. Right. Uh, so
0: those are different than what I'm saying entirely. Those are like mm. those are like factual based things. What I'm yes. talking about is sports superstition. Oh, Every okay. time I wear my twelve jersey, they win, and that happens four times in a row. So now it is yeah. a guaranteed fact to them, which it's obviously not. Yeah, I,
2: people are dumb. No, I no, like
1: to entertain those thoughts, but I still know that that like it's probably not right. true. Like I like to think those things, but there are people that, that are think so dumb, those people that they are really dumb.
2: I
0: well first off I do think people true. are dumb. Like
1: they believe that whole
0: I am 100% part of the dumb people, but another one that gets me, which is a very provable but also anecdotal thing is um Uh, food poisoning from a restaurant you get food poisoning once and then people believe that that restaurant eternally regardless who who owns it or works there is responsible for mass food poisoning at all times and they will never eat there again it's like no not at all that's completely illogical and you're being a real fucking dumbass but you you harp on to a pattern of either you got it multiple times or you know someone else who got it again food poisoning can never be proven By the way, just like we all know that as well. You can assume and kind of line it up with you've only eaten two things, and one of them was here, and you can try to... But food poisoning can come from anything, even non-food related. You can not wash your hands, wipe your beard, and get food poisoning, which wasn't related to what you ate.
2: Here's here's something interesting, is that uh, one of the most overlooked uh, sources of food poisoning is people getting dripped on from roofs or from gutters those yeah. things are riddled Disgusting. with salmonella, yeah. and because birds are shitting all over roofs, and it can drip down onto your hand, and you can like wipe your mouth or something, yeah. you could get food poisoning just from that. People so don't like, think about that kind of thing. That
0: that kind of stuff, it just it, it's not. I, I by the way, I'm not like hiding it and saying this is about you guys without saying it. It's not. This is like something that comes up all the time with all with, with just random conversation. But whenever someone's like, "Oh, I have another friend. I won't name them," uh, or even their gender who is obsessed with uh, spiritual repetition. Someone's in a mood three times, it's because the month has bad energy, because such and such is coming up, which is the anniversary of a thing, and, and it's always, always tied. And I'm like, or maybe... Just a little tired at the moment. Yeah, Like, I don't know, maybe just a little bit
2: sleepy, which mm-hmm. makes you irritable. Maybe that's it. I don't but know.
1: I will say things but like...
2: But what, what if we are the ones who are wrong? You ever think about well, that?
0: But that's the like that's kind of like what I'm getting at. No is, one knows. Yeah, the assertion of correctness is what annoys me yeah. so. No one oh, knows. Yeah, I'm I with I you on that. Especially when shit's dumb. Like oh. you said earlier, yes, the moon orbiting the Earth and the Earth orbiting the sun. Those aren't patterns. Those are things that just... Like it's just a thing that happens. Yeah. The pattern is counting the number up, sure, but that's not a pattern. Yes. Yeah. That's just a, a a standard action that's guaranteed yeah. to take place. And we
1: can pre- predict its behavior based yeah. on watching the trajectory. Yeah. And, and, in that term, and then we
2: can like... bathe our crystals in the lunar. And eclipse that's where it falls apart.
0: That's yeah. where the what if we're all wrong? Like that's where it falls yeah. apart right there. That's where <laughs> everything goes fucking sideways. I did. Yeah.
1: I bathed my crystals when I took a time lapse video of the lunar eclipse. Because I was just like, I truly I don't,
0: don't want to. I was this. like, I don't know if any of this works. <laughs>
1: do I. I don't know if there's Actually, even healing powers you know in what? crystals. But I'm gonna do everything Hold on. just in
0: case. I'm gonna give you this. You know what? <laughs> you you saved it at the end. There is a uh, oh, fuck. What was his name? There's a really famous scientist, and he was a recluse, and he would do all of his own shit and whatever. And uh, someone was coming to write an article on him, and they walk in, and he has a uh, horseshoe above his door, and the very first thing they said is. Why do you have that? You're a man of science. You don't believe that works. He says, "Well, it doesn't matter if I believe it or not. Like exactly. Yeah. He's like, if it does and I don't believe it, well then, hey, what's the harm in having it up there? It, and, it and it takes, if it and it takes work, no
2: effort to do it. Yeah,
0: ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. So in his in his defense, just like, well, bathing rocks takes effort. You took them out and bathed them.
2: Well, I, I don't right. know, but it doesn't take a I'm lot. You can something. grab the, your rocks off your shelf and irrelevant. throw them in the moonlight. It like, was
0: there. It's but, 15, but in the same seconds, vein though. of like hanging a horseshoe like, if it does work i have everything to gain yeah. and if it doesn't i got nothing to lose right. so i'll give you that i'll give you that credit
2: the coolest moment lucas is busted out with his uh rocks that he keeps on a shelf was when we were doing dungeons and dragons and there was a scenario where someone was uh describing different kinds of rocks and lucas was like oh wait you mean like this and he's pulling <laughs> off different rocks and I'm like, i think
1: specifically charles was like i need some mica for my spell component and and TJ you have no idea like, how
0: close rocks is to making the not allowed to be talked about <laughs> on the podcast like, <laughs> it is this close i just want you to be aware of that i
1: just happened to have it oh
2: my he did he happened to have it he did it All right, and i fine. was like i was like it's a lot like and i described another type of rock that it's similar to and lucas was like oh wait 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 <laughs> and then and then chayton's like you got any obsidian over there and lucas is like oh yeah here's some it was my hell <laughs> it was truly <laughs> my hell
0: all right let's wrap it up that's yeah. gonna do it that's that's gonna I do it for the moon with my you really did you took me right out you pulled me right out of it uh because yeah. i think mercury mercury's in retrograde right now i it, think it's, yes, yeah so i, I think i was doing it but uh thanks for listening to this uh, uh spiritual guidance episode about assholes and comfort food of <laughs> Man of the Machine, I'm Kevin I'm Lucas And yeah, I'm Charles Thanks for listening
2: I was busy, dreaming about taking you apart And as you can see Over here we have the Man of the Machine